0: Hello, hello everybody welcome to another episode of let fear bounce I am so excited about today's episode folks today I have with me Glenda Benavides and I am so excited to have her she is an award winning recording Academy voting member and Grammy considered artist and author she is tireless when it comes to inspiring others to embrace their strength, listen to their heart and chart their course. Now, right there, folks, if that doesn't grab your attention, I don't know what does, but I am super excited to have you on the show today, Glenda. Thank you so much for joining me on Let Fear Bounce, Tossing Out Nuggets of Hope.
1: Ah, oh, thanks, Kim. This is my pleasure, actually. Being so we you. were talking off mic about,
0: I want to jump into your music first. First off, how long have you been uh, a music artist?
1: You know, I started when I was like 16 professionally, um, but prior to that, I was always in school, you know, grade school, junior high, you know, just had this natural talent towards it. So, and that's
0: so cool when you can feel it naturally, like you feel it in your soul, Mm -hmm. that it's something you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. What music, and that's probably a question you've been asked many times over the years, but what music, I guess at a younger age, around 16, what music inspired you or what's the music that you would hear and it would just slam you slam you in your soul. And you're like, Oh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. (laughs)
1: um well hmm let's see let's take you back (laughs) we're gonna go way back Uh, hey I'm ready let's go back (laughs) okay girl you know it um uh actually I would say this sounds so weird like Elton John and the carpenters (laughs) you know that was kind of my thing I loved it bread you know all that kind of stuff that schmaltzy yummy beautiful (laughs) chordal yes you know stuff really moves you you know I'm
0: well I'm sitting here I know folks can't see me but my hands were in the air when you were naming off the 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 people that you listened to I too grew up on that and loved it and so often fell into the songs and that's how I always picture it I just if it can make me feel and I fall into it and you forget everything else but the melody and the music that's going around it's just a beautiful experience
1: it really is. And I think that's, uh, uh, you know, believe it or not, but I, that that's a lot that's missing these days, I think. And I'm not sure why we talk about it a lot. Um, it could be just I'm surmising that it could be our culture, how it's changed so much. And, um, you know, moving into the um the age of computers and things like that you know handphone you know it's just we get distracted we we got to go 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 fast 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 more 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 and i think what happens is that we don't take the time to look within to take the time to listen deeply and then then then, then people are kind of ch- uh, churning out just prefab music too you know for all the weird reasons of fame and fortune and And it's like, oh, you know, I remember, um, if you don't mind, a good friend of mine um, came to me, um, it was probably about 10 years ago. And he came to me and he goes, oh, check out, check out my new track. And I was like, sure. And I was listening to it and it was like, oh, my God, he sounds like every other rap artist. And he's this Middle Eastern guy. And I'm like, no, MC, just be yourself. You know, look for that you know you can take flavors from different things but just be yourself find yourself it's that journey
0: i agree i agree um
1: my my brother
0: is one of those people that can pick up any instrument hear it wow. once and pick it up and play he's just one of he's kind of brilliant that way by ear wow. and yeah. a, and an amazing in the back in the day he's almost 60 now and his voice isn't what it what it used to be but back in the day he had a very very wide vocal range. Wow, wide. And it was amazing to see him on his journey and he got a few albums out there never hit the big time. But he got those albums out there and he was he was doing his passion. Mm. And they had a big following outside of the US which was cool. But it was it was cool to watch that journey and say that's my brother. Listen to him. Now he sang music that was really heavy, really, really deep, really dark. Wasn't really my thing but it was my brother. So I listened to everything and on each album, they had at least one ballad. And when he sang ballads, his voice was so velvety smooth. It would bring you to tears. Oh my goodness. And it was just, you know, it was, it was so neat to watch that journey where he went from, He kind of stayed in the same genre, but it mellowed as he got older, he was in (laughs) different bands that mellowed in the the tone Mm -hmm. and the voice of, of the music was different. Have you found yourself doing that as you've been on your journey?
1: Yeah, actually. Um, I started out really doing, um, pop and top 40 and doing that for years. Um, and I've actually found myself over the years ramping up, (laughs) which is really weird. Most people ramp down, (laughs) um, and I've ramped up. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I've spent, um, most of my life touring, traveling, uh, performing, uh, and, you know, there's stages of life and in the stages of life, what happens is depending on, I was fortunate to go, no, I, what I wanted to do. So inside of that, I just basically, as I look back, I go, okay, so this X amount of years you know, I'm now a masterful person in this area because I've spent all my time, 10 years every day entertaining. So I'm the, you know, I'm an entertainer. I'm this, I know how to deal with people. I know how to, you know, negotiate that white van. No, I'm joking. (laughs) That was something we were talking about prior to the show, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Run from the white van. Um, ask questions. Uh, anyway, um, and you know, and I and I've I've I, I've consistently um, taken the time to learn, um, you know, to vog- do vocal lessons, and you know, really keep my chops up, and then really build myself, and then working with other people, working with other artists, other musicians. Um, you know, and just really growing, growing my craft, so to speak. And so I feel like I'm ramping up, you know, (laughs) it's like,
0: I think that's awesome. And what a great feeling that must be.
1: Yeah, it is. It really is. Cause I really always wanted to have longevity in my career as, as an artist. And that happened to me in 92. I, I stopped and I got off the road and I said, you know, you know, if you're going to (laughs) like, live into this industry you need to do original music um so i really had to head to the grindstone like what does that mean you know and i had there was no books there was no internet there was nobody telling you the secrets you know if anything they were like holding it close to their chest so um yeah so yeah i'm ramping up all right we were
0: talking prior again before we started the show Um, about i was listening to listening to some of your tracks off your website and each song is so different and i could tell right away all the different influences that are in there i mean i felt like bluesy jazzy in some of them and then some of them like back into it felt like more 40s ish kind of that's how it felt to me that's how it you know i I, it came to me and then some of it was more i was sitting there going well i don't even know where that is But I like (laughs) it. Wonderful. I'm one that listens to something, whether it's something I would typically listen to or not. I listen to it, truly listen to it, and I like hearing. I like trying to find all the little nuances in there. Like, um, oh, I hear that acoustic guitar there. Oh, listen to the keyboard come in there. Ooh, it came in hard. Oh, now it's fading out. Oh, listen to that drum in the background. I'm just one of those that likes to pick that stuff out. Cause I like to hear how all of those pieces come together. And then you have this voice that is you mm. and it is uniquely you. You've got a beautifully unique voice. Absolutely. Love it. And you bring that out and then the story and the journey begins. Mm. And I was listening and I'm like, I was literally sitting here by myself saying, Oh, thank you, Glenda. Thank you for taking me on this journey. So there you go. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your yourself and your artistry and your voice, because
1: it's beautiful and I'm blessed by it. Thank you so much. Wow. That just really uh, speaks to my heart. I really appreciate that. I, I feel like if that's happening for people, then I'm doing my job <laughs> because I really feel I've I've really known since I was 13. That's what I'm here to do and to really uplift. And, you know, as my, my new tagline says, it's music, unity, and action. And through that, you know, I think we can all find our our own true spirit, our own inspiration, and to really pick something, to be brave and step forward into something that, that maybe moves us, you know, not only with music, but just, you know, like right now I'm with my excuse me with my book and um music i'm what i'm doing is if you if you purchase this my single or my album or my book i will plant a tree and so that's my way of like helping you to help me <laughs> like you know what i mean it's like right. we're all coming together to do something and. Right now, we we do need some trees <laughs> in a lot yes, of different we do. areas. And I, so, I love
0: that. I, I love that that's, that's how you're giving back to the world. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. not only with your music, but, you know, nature. Because nature needs us. It was here long before us and we're ruining it. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: And so now we have to be the ones to fix it and help yeah, it and nurture yeah,
1: it. Yeah, 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 through ignorance and greed, you know. Um, and I know, you know, we're all in a variety of situations, but this, you know, a lot of us are challenged financially and, you know, when they keep you on that little trail going, you don't have time to take a look at the recycling bin you know <laughs> that's just that's a weird example but no you know i understand I, mean? I completely understand that <laughs> statement <laughs> yeah it's like and i get that cuz a lot of a lot of us are either single parents or you know or even if you have a, a a partner uh it you know it's still really challenging and you know so i i totally understand that but we really it is a call to action right now and we really need to go, wait a minute. I got 10 minutes. Let me educate myself on that. Let's really get the facts. Let's don't make stuff up or ignore it. You know, let's just, let's see what I can do to make a difference. Even if it's, you know, binds a candy bar, right. <laughs> that, that, that saves the trees. I don't know. <laughs> or the ocean, you know, or just be mindful, like don't throw your bottles out or you know, stop using plastic, you know, s- single use plastic, you know, those, those just simple things, you know, that we can all do. Right. No, I, I completely agree. I compl-
0: And you're right about each person's circumstance is different. Yeah. You know, it's all complete. It really different. is. And yeah. One thing that I always tell folks, you know, no matter, no matter where you live, what kind of culture or whatever, if you're in a city suburb country, One thing that I think that everybody needs to do, you need fresh air. Go to a park if you're in a city or drive. Get out in nature. Yeah. And just let it cleanse your soul for a few minutes. And I think everybody needs to do that for at least 15 minutes a day. At least 15 minutes. I live in the country and I'm very fortunate. I can be out there whenever whenever I want. And I've got a big dog who he gets numerous walks a day and he (laughs) loves it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that's where, that's where I breathe. That's where yeah. I can bring myself down. If I've got that's myself right. worked up. Yep. Um, you know, everybody experiences and, or lives with anxiety, stress, depression, a host of other things and nature is, is, it's just, it's, a it's its own medicine.
1: I think it is, it is. That's a great way to put it. It really, really is. And, um, We just have to stop and take that take that minute to do those things, you know. And then you can see how we're all connected and how exactly in
0: connection. We're Mm -hmm. all connected. And you know, we were talking about trees and connection. And this is how my brain goes. Mm. (laughs) All the roots underground of trees. Right. They all weave within each other. Yeah. And I don't think most folks don't realize that the trees talk to each other. Yeah. All those roots are talking to each other and, mm. you know, in, in their way, letting them know of disease or something, or, you know, drought, whatever, they're all talking to each other and, you know, educate yourself on that folks. If it, if you have interest in it, because it's incredibly interesting to learn how trees talk to each other. I find it fascinating and yeah. all of that happens where you can't see. Yep. So be mindful of all that's going on around you that's not visible.
1: Yeah. That's sustaining you. And to, th- and to th- really think twice, um, cause we're not educated in this area, but really to think twice about what you're doing to your plants, to the trees, to the whatever, because, because here's the thing, if you're cutting something down, you're ruining someone's habitat. Yes. possibly, you know, and it's all, again, we go back to, we're all connected and we're all working together, you know, um, and the ants will show you that right away, you know, They <laughs> right. And the bees Ants are amazing. Ants and bees. They're amazing. <laughs> yeah. I had, I had a really good friend. He said, you know, he said, if we, if we were to get rid of bees, we would only have like a week Yeah, probably live. I think. I think that's. I'm not. If I'm quoting him properly, look that up. (laughs) Um, But, but you know, it's those things that we don't think about. Like, oh, okay. Well, so what if we trash the oceans? Oh, okay, whatever. Well, guess what? Now we get to say, hey, that fish is toxic because it's been eating, you know, plastic. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I can't have fish anymore. You know that kind of thing. And then, and then we all wonder why we have allergies and immune issues and cancer and all this other stuff it's like well yeah because we're polluting the shit out of everything
0: yeah and we're putting it in our bodies absolutely all the processed food and all of that stuff you know i I have this wonky wonky type of diabetes it's not it's an uncommon type so i have had to in the last year and a half really really look at what i'm eating and to be honest i never i wasn't a label reader i didn't look at everything that was in. now i do Yeah. And now I realize, holy crap, all of the stuff that is in food that cannot possibly long-term be good for us. And then you look around and you look at all the diseases that are so
1: prevalent now. I know it's amazing. It's scary and scary. And then, you know, yeah, it's this little weird machine that feeds itself. Um, So it's like, oh, I create this plastic wrapping that goes over my food all the time and then it kind of leaches into the system and then it gives me cancer and then I've got to go to the doctor all the time and then they've got to design a new medicine. Right. And they just, yeah. <laughs> There's they a just weird keep, cycle for you. Yeah. Just keep
0: on. Yeah. Keep on pumping out the pills.
1: Right. Yeah. And, it's like a good friend of mine said once he said, um, cause he, he had gone to prison as a young man. And he said, once you're in, you're in. And that's the same thing with the medical system too. It's like, you know, upside, thank you for, you know, for helping me when I'm having anaphylaxic shock and um, downside is now I'm hooked on X, Y, and Z, you know, yeah, to fix something.
0: Yes. And that's, yes. And I've seen it even with, with my mom and my aunt, they're seniors. My mom's 80. My aunt is 76 and the different doctors that they have to go to all prescribe different medications. Right. And then they don't feel well. Yeah. I said, well, you know what we're going to do? We're not going back to your doctor. We're going to go to the pharmacy and we're going to ask the pharmacist. <clears throat> this is everything that they're on. Which ones are working against each other? Right. canceling each other out. And I wish more people would do that with their loved yes. ones or even with themselves, because yeah. I didn't learn that until I was in my early thirties, simply because I was working in the healthcare field at that time. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for those years that I did. Yeah. Because now I know what to look for. But my aunt, as an example, my aunt, she had all kinds of physical issues going on. It was a really bad, bad year. They had her on 14 different medications. And she lived out of state. We ended up moving her here so we could be she could be closer to us. And we could take care when we needed to. And the first thing I said was, we're going to the pharmacist. 14 medications. You're, you're acting lethargic. You don't feel well your skin is peeling off your feet. There's something really wrong. We went to the pharmacist and he said, wow, this is a lot. And he said, this cancels this out. This cancels this out. This is going to make her sick. So it dropped from 14 down to eight. Now eight is still a lot, but yeah, when we went back to the doctor, he said, no, you don't need to be on all of these. And this one is way too. High. So just be mindful out there. Folks that are listening in. I know we're kind of going off on a totally different route here, but be mindful of what you're taking <laughs> or what your loved ones are taking yeah. and how much of it.
1: Yeah. 100%. And even if you, you know, just get out, like you said, and just walk, you know, you're, you're, you're moving your lymph system, you're moving, you know, the blood in your body, it helps flush it out in your livers and kidney, you know, just, just basic stuff. I know that isn't necessarily for people, but I'm I've had a long, I've had a long journey in, um, naturopathy and, um, that type of stuff. So I, I'm homeopathy and Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, you know, so I, I, you know, I live inside those principles and not everybody would understand that or do, but it's ancient medicine. And you, you know, if you just take that first step of just take a walk around the block, right. Keep moving. Keep yeah. Moving.
0: My grandmother she always used to say, cause she was very up until literally the day that she passed away she had went out and bought a new car. She always bought a new car every two years. That was her thing. She had just bought her new Lincoln town car. She played (laughs) nine holes of golf, came home, laid down to take a nap and didn't wake up. Yep. And I remember as I was, when we were younger, she'd like, she'd be telling us kids get out and, and play, go out and blow the stink off. You go play, get moving. And as we got older, I understood what she was talking about. And I was asking her about it one day. And she said, well, Kimmy, if I quit moving, I quit moving. Yeah, I'll die. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, and I was just like, I've never forgot that. Yeah. Well, gimme if I quit moving, I quit moving. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I've never forgotten that, and so I'm 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 a very active person too. I'm not one that can yeah. just sit, you know. I'm not. Uh,
1: I can't just be. Yeah. Uh, sedentary. That's yeah. And you know, people that have jobs that are, is, are a sedentary thing, you know, stand up, take a break, walk around, you know, don't let anybody control you and tell you, you need to sit there until, you know, two and a half hours till your break time, you know, it's like, you know, set, a, set an alarm, be mindful, right? You know, I mean, I know we're talking about health now, but <laughs> I, know, I know you never know how this show's going to go. I'm telling you, it's all good. <laughs> No, it's all good though, because here's the thing, you know, I wouldn't be able to do the music that I'm doing if I, you know, if I hadn't taken care of myself and been curious. I mean, I feel fortunate in that, that way. And then when you're curious, you get some, you get some insights, you get some information. And then the next thing you know, you want more and you want more and you're educated. And so when someone comes around and says, oh, well, you can go actually, no, that doesn't work for me, you know? So, and you can be you can
0: be authentic and honest about it without being divisive exactly
1: you know? exactly nothing to be threatened by that's
0: right because what works yeah. for one person might not necessarily work for another that's that's right but um curious i like how that you use the word curious i use that word a lot and i ask yeah. people why aren't you more curious right it sometimes you shouldn't just go with the flow or just <laughs> blindly follow yeah be curious
1: yes. ask be questions. Curious. Absolutely. You know, in yes. all
0: aspects of life, in all aspects yeah. of life. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I you know, I kind of did the same thing with my book, you know. I I I don't Great segue. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> because I'm sitting there thinking, we got to get on her book here and you said that. <laughs> awesome. It's so funny. Well, it, it it's kind of true actually because I was kind of curious. I had a friend that had been writing a book for 20 years and I'm i I'm an action oriented person. So I'm kind of like, and I was like, really curious, like, really, does it really take that long? Cause I'm, I don't, I didn't consider myself an official. I'm an author. I'm going to write books for the rest of my life. You know? <laughs> um, oh dear. No, that <laughs> just wasn't me. You know, I'm a singer songwriter. I am a writer of sorts. Right. Um, I'm a, a lyricist. Uh, so you know, I'm, I'm full on doing that all my life, but I'm not, I thought to myself, does it take 20 years to write a book? Like seriously? And I thought, how hard could it be, you know, not to diminish anybody's work. And I'm, again, I'm not, you know, writing, I didn't write peace and war. um. So um, I thought, okay, well, what do I have to offer? Like, what do I have to share? And at the time I was really supporting a lot of female friends um, around their lives and stuff like that. And I just, you know <laughs> knew what to share Then through my own interpersonal work um and so if it fits where's you know wear it if it doesn't throw it away that's kind of my attitude um so anyway i thought okay i'm gonna like i'm gonna break this down into 10 chapters or whatever i made up at the time and then um i guess i'll just i'll make an outline and then what does it take to have courage what does it take to have confidence commitment what's that community you know, clarity, how do I get clarity? So those are the questions I was asking, you know, because there were things that I have achieved in my life that, that I had to have those things in place. Otherwise it wouldn't have happened. And I think that's what happens a lot for people. They they don't, they don't know, they get the steps mixed up, you know, or they don't even know how to, how to get into courage, you know? So how, how do I have courage? Like, and we may what, have, cur- you know, a
0: lot of people might not know what
1: courage looks like for them. Yeah, exactly. Or you may have courage in some areas, but not in others. So I thought, okay, let me break this down. So basically what I did was I, 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 I spent, I said, I'm going to do this book. <laughs> I'm going to do this outline and I'm going to write a chapter a day. And I said, I'm going to do that. And I did. And it, I was, I had written the book in 15 days. And I sat on it after that because there was a bunch of other things going on in my life, like moving and all kinds of things. So it's kind of hard to, like, you know, go back through things. And then I had a coach at one point in 2021. And um, I said, would you take a look at this and see if it's even Valuable, <laughs> and she said, "Sure." So she did, and she came back. She said, "Oh my God, this is an amazing book. You need to like publish it." And I'm like, "What? Publish it? <laughs> okay. What does that mean? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How do you do that?" And she's like, "Here's a phone number. Call this public publicist, and uh, not publicist, but she's a sorry. She was an editor." Mm-hmm. Um, and so her and I talked and. She thought it was a great book. She didn't she wanted to make sure that my voice wasn't lost, you know, and then that I had punctuation proper. So <laughs> right, right. No Run on sentences. Thank you. Um, so we did that. And then I, I published it in 2021 on my birthday. Awesome. So it's yeah. rel- it's that's still kind of a new release. <laughs> it is. It is. It's really great. And I I I had I didn't really do much with it because I was working on um my global badass goddess, um, uh, workshops and that type of stuff. And I was just going to sell it to the workshop or something, you know, give it away, which I give them away or whatever. And then I thought, you know, you need to stop. (laughs) It's valuable. Everyone loves it. And, um, it's really important if I'm going to sustain my life as an artist and as a writer, then I need to do that through, through an exchange. Right. Right. Um, So what is the name of the book? the book is called courage. Oh, you can't see it. Audience, but we can, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's called courage. Find your fire, ignite action in your life. Find your fire. I love it. Find it.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, congratulations on being a published author. So folks find that on Amazon and bookstores. Where's it at? Right.
1: Right now they can find it on Amazon and we're working on with my publicist. Um, we are working on uh, getting me in Barnes and Noble and, um, uh, Ingram Sparks in Canada. Awesome. And and I'll have a tour coming up probably this summer in Scotland. So I'm going to do, I'm going to sell both music and, and I think that's what we're going to do too. We're going to put a, put a fun QR code in the book. I haven't done that yet. Um, And so you get my music and the book and I'll plant a tree. (laughs) Win, win, win. Right. (laughs) Awesome. And you're going to, and you're, you're going to be touring in Scotland. Yeah. In Scotland. I think we're going to do the fringe festival this summer. So
0: how awesome. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Scotland. I have not gotten there yet. I've been to Europe, but I did not get to Scotland. So
1: you, yeah, I've always well, wanted to go. I love it. I there's your your people are there. My <laughs> <laughs> people, I would find my people, huh? Your people are there. Very open, warm, loving humans. The Scottish people are just like open arms, you know. Come on in. Well, I think um, part of my genealogy is Scottish. Yeah, I can I can I can feel that in you. Just, it's and it's yeah. it's
0: interesting because I'm Polish and what my grandma always called scotch irish yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. and I, then someone else said oh you're a dark scot and i went i don't know what that means
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that
0: means and i still don't uh, <laughs> but yeah my you know my they my family came over on the boat um so like i think around 1915
1: wow okay yeah
0: yeah i found their names on that list you know at uh in New York, where they all came from Ellis Island. Yes. Yeah.
1: Wow. Ellis Island. Awesome. Yeah. found that,
0: um, found. found What's the Greek... last name? Do you know the last name? Plosika. It's a Polish name.
1: Okay. So, okay. And then the, do you know the Scottish side of your, Scottish Irish side of your family?
0: No. Okay. And that, that faded away before I was old enough to have interest in it. The people, the people that I could actually ask. Yeah. They're no longer here. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't able to find the stuff that I, you know, I got onto ancestry.com and all of that and everything that's coming forth is the Polish side, Polish side Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, nothing on, on my other side. So gotcha. Yeah. Which is kind of disappointing, but you never know, you know, you never know you're going to get a message to be like,
1: Oh, wow. I know that and they update it, you know, yes, they go. So it's really cool. The more people do it, the more we all can connect.
0: Well, and then how you had mentioned earlier, we are all connected in some way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And doing that, I just find, I find the ancestry thing just fascinating when I, when I delved into it for a little while and, you know, sent in my spit and, you know, to find (laughs) out where specifically I was from and my family was from, and it was very, what a very, very interesting journey and surprising. There were a few things that were quite surprising.
1: Wow. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. I, I love that. It's, it's kind of fun to look, look through your thing and go, that's my fourth cousin. I have no idea who they are. Right. Like I'll never, you know, right.
0: Like, wow. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then I found one, uh, one part of my family, uh, the, the Polish side. Yeah. Came over in 1915. Um, after 1940, mm. all records are gone. There's nothing. Really? Absolutely nothing gone well wow. and that brought me to tears yeah that brought me to tears
1: yeah is that is was that um world war two be- yeah world war two yeah because of yeah people yeah
0: and polish yeah and you know a lot of folks don't know that poland as of it as it is today is not what it was back then yeah it was Germany turned parts of it into Germany, yeah you know, so it's not the Poland is not what it used to be, um, geographically, yeah, but yeah, that was uh that was like that was a blow, and you know these are people I obviously never knew because I was decades from being born, but that was a blow to to see that I'm going well, where are they all at, and then all of a sudden I'm going, oh, Kim, look at the time frame,
1: yeah, yeah, and
0: I, it actually brought me to tears i yeah. I cried for those people that I never knew, yeah yeah amazing stuff amazing Amazing
1: stuff so okay
0: i want to jump back to your music
1: yeah
0: (laughs) let's just jump around here shall we (laughs) that's fine (laughs) when you sit down to write a song where does it come from within you in your body where does a song come from
1: an interesting question um It starts as an idea, like a spark, um, different times, different things. So there was a time, um, where I was writing really heavy, deep political, we've lost our way, um, you know, things like that, um, women being shrouded, you know, super angry. Um, so that, you know, that came from a whole, and an idea, inspiration. Like, I just got to talk about that you know, like that, angsty. angsty. And then I, you know, then, um, you know, depending on what the song is and what it means or what I want to speak about, it can be in different parts of my body, meaning in your heart, can be in your heart. Like I wrote, I just wrote um, Unbreakable and that's, that's in the heart, you know, um, makes me cry sometimes. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm not going to get through this song. Um, and, and that's to, that's to really let people know that they are unbreakable, you know, seriously. And that, um, they just, just hang on and dig a little deeper. And I see, and you know, it's just, it was more of that. I see your sorrow. I see your, I see your pain and you're not alone. And that's, yeah, and that's right where I was coming from with Unbreakable. Um, so, yeah, so the, different, great question. I never thought about that, but it, it you know, it's a, it's a whole body experience, <laughs> body, mind experience. Yeah. I, I, I think I agree with you.
0: Yeah. I am, I'm not a professional singer by any means. I sing on, on my church worship team and nice. my brother and I are the ones who, who got the voices. Mm-hmm. And I have like a low lady bass kind of raspy voice. Nice. Yeah. And so they have me sing the guy songs. We do contemporary Christians. So it's rockish kind of some of it. Uh-huh. Okay. And yeah. which I love, I love doing that. Um, yeah. But when I hear a song and when I sing it, it's two different things hmm. for me. So I'll hear a song. and I'll be like, oh, wow, that is just hitting me or, oh, it's giving me goosebumps. But then when I'm singing it, it's like the words I can feel the words. And like you said, it's a whole body experience. I lose myself in it. Nice. I, I completely lose myself in it. And I might be crying while I'm singing a song and I don't even realize it. And then it's done. And then I look around, I'm like, wow, whew, that was a journey. Wow. <laughs> that's know? gorgeous. And my pastor, he's always like, "Ooh, you fell into it again, Kim. And I did. And that's how I'm like, yeah, that's how it feels. Yeah you know, certain, and now I listen to all kinds of music, all kinds of music sure. just so happens to be it's contemporary Christian that I sing. Um, although I can sing, I'm a professional singer with my potato masher in my kitchen. Darn it.
1: <laughs> I can sing with the best of them then. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Cute.
0: So when you are, is there different types of, cause your songs like I said at the beginning, are all so different. They all have a different feel to them. Is it always like that with you? Or like you had said in when you were talking about the angsty song that you wrote, that was the time frame and the mindset that you were in. And you get this little spark. So say if you're going to write like a ballad, a softer one. Um, does that come because something has happened? Or it's just like, oh, you know what? I think I want
1: to write something soft now. Both both okay both yeah and one one's um i'm i'm in a new phase where i'm looking for topical topical things that that actually move me um but but actually right now i'm recording so (laughs) i'm not writing necessarily um i i if i get inspirations or if i take the time to do it i'll write stuff down but when i'm recording i'm recording so that means all hands on deck when it comes to vocal, you know, right now I'm sick, but, um, (laughs) vocals, you know, vocal exercising, you know, making sure the lyrics are memorized. Um, you know, am I really saying what I want? Am I, am I going into prayer before I sing, you know, like those, those are, that's what's important. Um, and that's closer to a live performance too. When I'm writing and that's all we're doing, like, cause everything is written right now. I'm just, I'm just recording vocals. So that's a whole different mindset. Um, but when you go into, okay, I'm going to write. I mean, that's you may or may not record it, but usually not. So you're just, I'm just either writing or I'm pounding out melodies vocally, you know, I'm looking for stuff, you know, that kind of thing. So that's usually how that goes.
0: Did you ever write something,
1: <clears throat> I don't know, did something ever
0: come to you and you just went, holy cow, I've got to get that down. And it just came to you in a mad rush.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And that's why I usually, the nice thing about um, our our devices um, is that you can just turn on, you know, notes or whatever, and then record what your idea is. And then you go back and go, that was horrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do, th- like I do, I do that for,
0: for things that I'm writing, like whether it's an article or a book I'm working on, <laughs> right. I'll grab my phone. Cause it always comes to me when I'm outside walking the dog. Always. Yeah. Right. And so I'll grab my phone and I do the voice thing. I'll save my, and then I'll listen to, yeah. I always, then I step away. I say, go and let it simmer. Yeah. I'll come back and listen to it a day or two later, I'll be like, what were you thinking? That is awful.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I'll take one word out of that.
0: Right. Right. But then on the odd occasion, I'll be like, wow, I, I just moved myself. I think that's probably worth exploring a little bit further.
1: No, that's great. There there's that curiosity again, you know, and uh, really diving into like your intention. Like, what is my intention? How, what Mm -hmm. am I, what am I, my intention today? My intention for next month, my intention for the people in my life, you know, like what, what, what are those things? And I think that's a good, you know, thing for all of us to think about whatever, whatever gifts we have, like, what are our intentions around that and how can we make that difference? You know, and if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like, yeah, well, I always wanted to be a, you know, a painter, but you know, I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't have dinner. You know, you start to go down the, I can't right. know, list. Well, you know, in my book, I talk about this too. You know, it's like, there's easier ways to do things and to have yourself have a breakthrough, you know, there's steps to take and, and then there's people in your life that could support you in some way, you know, but even if it's, please stop talking down to me. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know, sometimes you have to shrink your circle. Yeah, you do. You know, you do. Yeah. and you do
0: reach up. You had mentioned earlier, You, you, you were at a certain point in your life and we all have these different seasons mm-hmm. in life. And yeah. I recognized when I turned 50, which was several years ago, I recognized that, you know, oh, this is a different season. This feels different. Mm. I feel different. I'm seeing mm. the world different. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I had to shrink my circle to in order to follow the path that I knew I had to follow. Brilliant. And some of it was hard. Some of it wasn't, <laughs> you know? Um, but I, I'm also, now I've reached a point of, of contentment. And I think about that now I'm like, how often did I actually say I was content in the different yeah. seasons of my life? Mm-hmm. I was always very busy and run, run, run and work, right. work, work and right. do, do. <clears throat> and now that, you know, it's empty nest and it's just me and my dog. It's a whole different world. Yeah. And I'm embracing it. Yeah, and, an em- and I'm embracing who I am and letting my voice be heard.
1: That's so awesome. And it, and you have so much value to share with all of us. You know, you've had a, an extraordinary life that, that needs to be shared. And, you know, I commend you for really just jumping out there and going, what the heck? Let's destroy this, you know? Yeah. And then... <laughs> And that's pretty much how I did it. (laughs) Let's just give this a whirl. (laughs) And and it's great. Like you're just so down to earth. And I think people need that. People need to know what authenticity really means, not just the word. Right. Um, I'm going to be authentic. um, Anyway. Yeah. Sometimes Uh, people, when people say that, it's just noise. It is. And And it's like, no, you need to take time to know yourself. And you've obviously done that. And you've, you've, you've taken the inquiry Um, and you've taken the steps that needed to happen to grow yourself as a a human being that, that really can be a contribution regardless of what people think. That's correct. And it really doesn't matter. And you know, what's funny? It's our self thinking what other people think when they're not necessarily thinking that, because they're busy thinking about themselves. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Want... And if the, honestly, if they aren't thinking about you, they need to get a life. Um, you know, because others, people's
0: lives, if, if they try to, if they do try to take what they feel is right for you.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: It's not necessarily right for you. Correct. Find your own path. You, you're going to know it when you find it. That's right. Because you're just going to be like, Oh, Oh yes. Okay. This feels all right. Great. Yeah. They're like, all right. I don't know how to do it. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm taking that step. All right. Let's walk through this door. Exactly. You know? Awesome. So, Hey, let's wrap this up. This has been awesome. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. I've been so excited to have you on and I really want to have you on again.
1: Great. I'd love it. I'd love hanging out with you. Yay. <laughs> so what
0: I'd like to ask you to do is leave a little nugget of hope for our listeners out there.
1: Hmm. In what direction? <laughs> Whatever direction
0: you want to go, a little nugget of hope, just toss it on out there.
1: Okay. Well, I think we were just talking about it, and I really feel like the really the only journey to take is the one within. Ah. <laughs> ah. Be curious.
0: Be curious. You know, right there. That's a perfect nugget right there. Yeah. Life would be boring if you don't look into things and you don't look at things and notice things. Yeah. Yeah. Be curious. What a, what an awesome little nugget you just tossed. (laughs) Thank you.
1: You're welcome.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Glenda, for being my guest today. This has been so much fun and such a blessing, and Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to have you on Let Fear Bounce again. Great. Thank you so much. All right, everybody out there, thanks again for tuning in and listening to myself and Glenda today. Everybody out there, be well, stay well, and be blessed.